0: Hi, I'm Sally. I'm Linda. And I'm Ming. Pour yourself a cup of tea and join us for this week's episode of Moving Oolong.
1: For all our regular listeners out there, you may have already guessed what this episode is about. But if you haven't yet, episode 75 this week is going to be all about Workplace, work life, what it means to ask for a promotion and a raise, and how you can get along with your mentor or mentee, or how we're still trying to figure it out because we're only one year in. But we thought that it's been a year, so it's about time to get back into it and talk about our work life. We talk about it anyway on the weekly recap. So this week, we're not going to have a work related recap, right? (laughs) We're going to have something else and then we'll get into work first. So, uh, Sally, how has your week been without work?
0: it's so hard not to talk about work but yeah. let me just say one quick thing i've been so stressed this week because it's a week before my vacation in hawaii and i'm um. taking a week and a half off and i'm just like pretty st- i'm not, not i'm like currently stressed because i have to prepare for my absence and then when i come back i know i'm going to be overloaded with a lot of work too so i'm just like stressed about the current stress and future stress mm-hmm. and i've been staying late but anyways enough about work um <laughs> Let's see what else happened this weekend. We went to, well, we went climbing in a different gym. Mm -hmm. But I'll let you guys talk about it because, you know, Ming is your favorite topic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we went to the Frederick County Fair on Saturday. And that was fun, although it was a little bit underwhelming compared to what I was kind of hyping it up to be in my mind. But, I mean, it was fun for what it was. And I found a new favorite drink in the fair <laughs> which is also always fun um, what's the drink she got sponsored by them the cocktail drink from 10th war distillery in frederick a local distillery in the town a woman, a woman, owned, owned, woman owned, owned local distillery i <laughs> had this drink i really thought it was pomelo like the night of we were all calling it the pomelo it drink it's, it's not, not pomelo <laughs> Oh. I don't know what came across to us But it's peach, clementine, Arnold, Palmer Made with gin, peach, um. clementine, lemon, black tea, and bitters mm. Did we read Palmer as pomelo for some reason?
1: We were already like buzzed without even <laughs> drinking it
0: But the color is like pomelo That's why yeah. I associated it with pomelo mm-hmm. But it's really good Everyone Frederick, check out this distillery Not sponsored mm-hmm. um, Yet <laughs> Yet <laughs> I made uh, zhong again this weekend mm-hmm. with my family on Sunday, and it was a whole day thing. Like I had to, I came back late on Saturday from the from the fair. It was like twelve p.m., and I still had to marinate the pork belly, <laughs> and then oh, I had to wow. wake up early to soak the rice and the mung beans. But, anyways, it turned out pretty good this time. Um, nothing much to comment on that, but I'm just. I've just been busy this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you guys, Linda? You can go ahead.
2: Uh, talk about coffee. Talk about Friday. No, you talk about Friday.
1: I'm gonna oh, talk about Saturday. Saturday. Wait, what happened oh, Saturday? we filmed a TikTok. Oh my on gosh. Friday.
0: <laughs> Are we announcing that to the public? Yet? I've been. I'm out of touch on the TikTok game. I didn't really need to mm-hmm. practice because we're so bad. <laughs> I mean sorry, I tried. you were fine.
2: You were just like one beat late. I it was, was late. like a hard
1: choreo- on, choreography. I, yeah. It wasn't yeah. even that hard, really. If you think of all the TikTok dances in the world, it's probably one of the easiest ones. It's <laughs> the one with three frogs. they will see it on our page. Eventually. But we'll get to it. We'll get it perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I also tried to learn another TikTok for my me oh. and my sister's TikTok. Uh-huh. It's really hard. And I, I think I need a whole week to learn it. <laughs> Harder than but, the fogs. Yeah, but we're trying to revive our TikTok after like a half a year of hiatus. Mm-hmm. Okay, talk about Friday. Um, so we went
2: climbing at Columbia where we usually go to Rockville. Mm-hmm. Um, so they know where to hunt us down where <laughs> you, you were at Rockville. Actually, no. <laughs> Yeah. And... It was fun to, like, be more involved in climbing. I don't know, Ming, if you can speak to this. We have discussions in the car about, like, mm. we need a determined mindset and, um, <laughs> like, where to go mm. and, like, how to ascend and get better. So it was nice to feel more involved in something. And I think we discussed this earlier, but it's so nice to have something to look forward to after Monday, mm-hmm. on Monday nights. Um, while we're really staying our whole schedule <laughs> out here, um anyways the other things I did not including work I did inventory in my house and you know those TikToks where they like repackage stuff into like containers Oh, I love that yeah so I did that I got some like mason jars and stuff from Ace Hardware and (laughs) I put all like my store my cumin seeds my fennel seeds my like loose leaf tea into jars and it was so satisfying Mm -hmm. and um oh Sally got me these like Seasoning things from omsum, and there's three inside of each one. Sally, yeah, I made the uh, yuzu. Oh my, I forgot mm-hmm. what it was even called, but yeah, yeah The it yuzu something. Yeah, it was the yuzu one, the Japanese kind. And uh-huh. the website is so is so nice because I went on to look <laughs> at recipes and I made salmon rice, Ooh. and it just like looked so pretty. And I made like a different kind of rice. I made like the cilantro lime kind. So I was like, oh, starting new. I feel like I've been in like a cooking rut. Mm -hmm. Like don't know what to make. So it was nice to have that. It was like really easy to put it on.
0: What else did we do? Uh, We had a climbing party on Monday. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We can talk about that. Yeah, go ahead,
1: (sighs) well before i talk about that i was gonna bring up linda how did i not invigorate you with cooking again once we burn the carrots in your parents
2: oh oven? oh what? oh my god so Ming came over <laughs> on on like monday to mm-hmm. to just like work and like make lunch we made a hello fresh hello yes hello, hello fresh <laughs> <laughs> it's so embarrassing though we set all the smoke alarm in my house like two times well the first time was because i left all the pots and stuff inside the oven when it was preheating <laughs> we were
0: preheating oh
2: my god <laughs> and then well, the other time was like i think when we took the carrots out
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they were like black they were like black lumps <laughs>
1: And, and then because, my mom was there. Yeah, that was, was so like... embarrassing that your mom saw that. She was like, "I have never cooked this bad in my life." Even when I first started cooking, <laughs> and then she she was the one who like brushed them into the trash for us. Oh my god! She had to help us
2: with like the meat too because it was yeah. like so like raw. I, even mm. after it, it was like so
1: brown. Um. We were in conclusion, we're not good at cooking like steak kind of meals. This is too yeah. hard. But it was fun to do like a co-working day or half day. We didn't get much work done, but
2: yeah, I heard it like the, the pings going off, and we were like, "Who's was that?" Oh, a race over. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah. But besides work, you know, we'll we'll save that for later. Um, climbing was really fun on Friday, and then we went to our favorite pub dog place. You know, because now we drink Ooh, beer and go to pubs apparently, <laughs> and that was really fun to. It's always nice to have to end the climb with like just a chill hangout session afterwards, because I feel like your adrenaline is still going, so like mm-hmm. I'm still energized
0: to talk to people, and mm-hmm. I'm always hungry after climbing too. Right, yeah. So that was that
1: was nice. And then Saturday, um, before I met up with you guys at the fair, I toured an apartment again. It was the same one I did last or the week before, but this time we went back to take measurements, and we went back with all of the roommates, and then. Carlos and I were like, oh, the new climbing gym just happens to be in the area. It wasn't really in the area. It was like a 15-minute drive, but still <laughs> we were in DC. So we went and I thought we were just gonna tour because I wasn't wearing any climb. I was wearing jeans and like a shirt. Like a nice shirt. So I wasn't planning to climb. But then once we saw those nice new boulders, <laughs> we can't <laughs> resist. We couldn't resist. <laughs> so we I literally just rolled up my jeans, like cuffed them and like rented some shoes, and then I ended up climbing in a shirt and it was really fun. It was very spontaneous. I definitely wouldn't have done it on my own. But I think since I was with like a legit climber, you know, <laughs> Even we Carlos still look like a climber. He's more legit than I am or any of us. So, yes. Okay. But we still look like fools because he was wearing like a nicer outfit, too. And everyone else was in there like his leggy. country
0: county fair look. Yeah, it was a nice look. Yeah, it was <laughs> a nice look. But yeah,
1: that was really fun. It was cool to try out a new, it was like entirely out of the Earth Treks branding, you know, not in the family. So it was a different aesthetic. And then, (laughs) yeah, on um, uh, Monday when we went climbing, that was fun because we met um, with two new people who haven't climbed with us before. So we met Sally's friend, Josh or Joshua. Still don't know what he goes by. Josh, I think. And Natalie from college. So it was nice to, it's always nice to climb with new people. A little bit stressful beforehand, just like, I don't know, the social anxiety mm-hmm. of it. But yeah. then once you get going, it's so mm-hmm. easy to just like... like climbing diffuses. Yeah. 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 There's something to automatically to focus on. We don't have to focus on talking, so just toss them up on the wall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you all enjoy it?
2: What? Yeah, Monday? it was nice
0: to have some yeah. new faces. Change it up mm-hmm. a bit from our usual Monday nights, I guess. Oh, and yeah. we also learned how to do the top rope yeah oh so like, yeah
1: yeah yeah in preparation eight, the blame mm. the safety knot we're good to go for saturday so hopefully we'll be back <laughs> here to tell you how it went if no one gets hurt yeah if we don't belay boot camp <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> but i mean i guess that kind of wraps up what we've done in the past week we didn't talk too much about work so this is a perfect segue to really get into it linda
2: Okay. Nice transition, Ming. So we, I guess, barely resisted not talking about work during our uh, weekly update. So do we want to go around and give a quick overview of where we're at, how we're feeling about
1: work recently? Why don't you start, Linda? Start us off.
2: I'm so stressed. (laughs) I think that's gonna be all of us, but go ahead. Like, I don't know what it is about this season, but there's just so much to do. And Today, like I sent just like a quick like, oh, I thought I was like overstepping, but I asked some people if they were already planning on paying our consultants and they were like, we actually have no idea how to pay them. And I was like, um, yeah. and the deadline is like right now. It's like ASAP because literally tomorrow is the end of the fiscal year. Yikes. So I had to do all that tomorrow. So, but then I was so stressed thinking like, if I didn't say anything, would we just like not have paid? all those people. I don't know. And there was like a freaking security breach on our like contracting system. So they made me like the sole person to submit contracts. And I asked them, I was like, oh, can we transfer this to someone else? And like didn't they like didn't <laughs> respond to me. Um so like on one hand, I'm like, oh, this is like my baby. Um it's like it's mine to raise. So it's nice to feel some type of ownership after being, I don't know, just like doing discrete stuff all the time Mm -hmm. to like see a project through to the end but it's like i'm so confused about where the orders are coming from Mm. and i want to have power but i also like would like to know what i'm doing so Mm. that is my update i guess i have a more like positive update but i guess we can get to that when we talk about it we can rant first yeah (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) i feel like anything that has to do with contracts is so stressful because it's like you're dealing with money and like the the legalness of it is stressful because i'm starting to work with like some freelancers and i'm not in charge of their contracts but i am in charge of like um, tracking their hours and things like that so it's kind of stressful making sure we stay within our set amount of hours and then like but i don't want to hinder them you know let them do what they need to do kind of thing so yeah. i'm stressed like too. external so yeah yeah um yeah i guess i'm stressed but like i'm the kind of stress where i just want to procrastinate everything so like mm-hmm. instead of actually like under the pressure doing it i'll just like look at this email that i need to reply to or look at this report i need to write up, and then just go lay in my bed <laughs> <laughs> because i'm just like so overwhelmed with it that i'll probably end up just like working overtime on friday or something or like cranking it out Like in the last few hours, because it's like too overwhelming, I guess. But yeah, I think this quarter, something about this fall season, this new quarter is like bringing on a lot more responsibility, a lot more tasks, and like going on PTO soon. It just makes it even more stressful. Apparently, I'm like leaving during the most stressful month of the year. So that's great. But (laughs) I feel like we're all like very, very stressed. Sally already alluded to her stress, but like, yeah, I feel the stress coming off of you when you sit down to start recording because you like <laughs> rushed
0: from the lab. I know I literally came straight from lab today. I left lab early. I mean, late. I think like late. I worked overtime today by like an hour and a bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> ran from the lab to here. Literally, <laughs> I ran to my room to record. um I'm also leaving coincidentally at the most busy time, most busiest time. In my work because I'm in the middle of a collaboration with, I think I mentioned this before, but with the people that do the worms and they want to <laughs> have like a manuscript, at least a first draft of a manuscript by mid-October. And that's co- coincidentally where I'm, wow. I'm going to be gone. And the thing about leaving is, um, although I work with my mentor like in the lab, he doesn't really do the lab work. He does more like the planning with me. So mm. if I had to leave him alone to do the lab work, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> and that's probably what's going to happen <laughs> while I'm gone. So I don't know. I'm really stressed for that too. I think I'm going to be stressed during my vacation a bit about work because he will probably bother me <laughs> about Which is like, where stuff is in the lab. Yeah. <sighs> but anyways, I guess a more general update. work update is like... For all of us, it's been about a year since we mm-hmm. started working. So I think generally we're like more, feeling more settled. And like well, for me personally, I've been working on developing kind of like several skills that I can sell to other labs mm-hmm. to ask for a collaboration. One of them mm-hmm. is like antibody conjugation, uh, also like expansion microscopy. So that. Feels nice to have like a skill set to be like, oh, I'm an expert in this or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's sometimes it's a lot of pressure because you feel like you're the only one who can do the specific thing. And then if you like, mm. if you're out for a week and a half in Hawaii, <laughs> no one else can do it. And then you have to do it all right before you leave. But yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I can
1: tell. Or I guess people who are listening can tell that we've been at our jobs for at least a bit because we're, we're at the point where like, it sounds like we're not being stressed out by really new things. It's more Mm of just like taking on more responsibility now or Mm -hmm. getting so settled in that like everything is just sometimes a monotonous grind. Honestly, it feels like with a little bit of new here and there, but yeah, it's like less about like worrying about, can I do this? And more of just like, oh, I have to do this. Mm, at least yeah. that's the perspective i have now <laughs> yeah
2: really past our like one year working anniversary i think around the like, same like give or take a few months were there mm-hmm. any i guess feelings that came up did you i guess feel like it's a big milestone or is it like Ming described just like another monotonous day in life or did your office do anything to, to recognize
0: the nope like Nothing. time passed okay <laughs> did you my boss <laughs> messaged me and that was it oh well,
1: what I about think you, for Luna? me it was a little unclear
0: oh. when mm-hmm. the actual first day I started was because technically my, contractor, my contract started June 1st but I didn't really start working well I didn't start talking to my mentor over zoom until July mm-hmm. and then I didn't start working in the lab until the end of July because of the COVID thing so it's yeah, it was a that weird fade. phase yeah transition for you mm-hmm.
1: mm. I don't know I feel like a year it's not the fact that like oh my one year anniversary it's more the fact that like I've literally spent my a whole year working for this company without ever meeting them like ever yeah. going into the office just like working from my desk and as Lynn and I have talked about maybe earlier when we first got these jobs it really feels like sometimes you're just like Typing on a screen and talking to these like animated like there's just <laughs> pixels it on feels a screen. like a farce yeah yeah like they' you've like never met them I've never seen them so it's kind of just like it's easy for me in a way to like shut it off because I could just close my screen and then work is gone but I assume it'll be different a lot different like when I start going in next year so I'm kind of like enjoying this time still but also feeling how it's still so weird and like the fact that we transitioned out of college and I literally just sat. At this desk like last semester of college and then into work and like I haven't Mm -hmm. moved really. Mm, Yeah. We did graduate
2: Mm oh spring 2020, which is during lockdown. And I think we I graduated in May and then I started working in June. So it was like there was barely any time between then, but also felt like a long time because we were just at home.
0: Mm -hmm. Um. Do you guys have a date um set for going back in person? Or is it keeping? no
1: well it was supposed to be in the fall it was supposed to be actually around now but then because of delta they were like okay we'll just close it for the year and then um, we'll discuss it like next year so definitely not until next year so i have no idea but um i just know it's not going to be this fall and i don't know a lot more people on my team are going fully remote or people are being hired like fully remote so i feel like the option the work environment will be very flexible mm-hmm. just in general.
0: But you have the option of working in. Cause I remember you said you were gonna work in the office one day or something. Yeah. Yeah. You can
1: go in if you want. Um I've never been in, but they're just not making you come in. Like oh, okay. no none of the meetings are mandatory to be in person. Like they won't allow that. But if you want to go in and you have access, you can. I'm Would honestly you? I'm like I, I wanna see it, but also I'm not in that big of a rush. Like I don't feel like waking up like an hour and a half early before I need to start work to make the commute. So mm-hmm. I'm okay. if You lived in D.C. Yeah, yeah. Probably I'll probably check it out once I actually get settled in D.C. Hopefully, sometime soon. But I am in no rush, honestly. Yeah, I, I'm happily removed. Yeah, but Linda, you're in met. D.C. Someone, right? Yeah, have you been I to, the went to the
2: co-worker No, I haven't. Well, I've been outside. But I, like, oh. got lost going there, so I didn't get a chance to <laughs> go inside. And then my program had to bring out, like, my
1: monitors to <laughs> me I in the streets. <laughs> like, I have never, I've never seen it. Do you have any interest of going in? Or, like, are you allowed to? Um, I mean, you can,
2: but you have to, like, sign this COVID thing, and then they can only allow, oh. like, a certain number of people. So it's, like, why would I do that when I can yeah. do the same thing
1: from home? And then, like
2: eat off to college park in the middle of the day that's the thing i feel
1: like sally your job is much different because you actually have to be in the lab doing things with Mm -hmm. your hands whereas like Lynn and i we could easily do this job in like a
0: whole different state a different country like Mm -hmm. i don't know i know like besides um our friend kevin i know like my cousin also who lives in new york he also likes going into office even though both of them don't really need to
1: Mm -hmm. like they can
0: just do their job remotely but I think like some people enjoy or not enjoy but like sometimes some people want to go into the office to work because it's like a well first of all it's a different environment from where you've been the whole Mm -hmm. year and like where you live so it's I guess it's nice to have like that change Mm -hmm. but and also some people companies offer free food yeah so definitely if you're working super, in tech or something yeah but i feel
1: like the difference for me and maybe for linda too is the fact that i probably would like to go into the office i like the separation of work and home that took me a while to adjust to but it's the fact that i didn't start the job before covid so like mm-hmm. the fact that i've never experienced you don't it miss and never it. met those yeah, yeah. I, there's nothing to miss i i don't remember or i have no reason to miss it so probably if i had already been working there i probably would want to go back but it's like the new thing right that's mm-hmm. i don't like change so mm. that makes sense
2: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah my boss is always like oh i'm so sad you don't get to have team right. happy hours and team lunches and like i feel that you feel for you that you miss all of that i'm like i don't care like i don't
1: want yeah. to go <laughs> it's <laughs> like when though, you have like, like, to it's a nice thought. <laughs> fake the fake the sadness because my boss will do the same thing or some of my coworkers will be like oh my god you would have loved working in the office you would have loved our like monthly lunches and i'm like mm-hmm, yeah wow i really missed that like and then i'm just like laying in my bed texting on
0: <laughs> i hope my boss isn't listening but yeah mm. i guess the grass is always greener because yeah well i mean well you're fine working remote so maybe not it's maybe it's not greener but i really wish i had more remote days and technically mm. we're supposed to or we were supposed to have like a telework day for Um, just to keep the numbers not too high in our Mm. lab like so it wouldn't be too crowded but because research is life I just have to go (laughs) in every day (laughs) do you feel like you have to put
1: on a performance when you go into the lab because Lynn and I were talking about this about how you mean in front of my coworkers, yeah like digitally we feel like we have to be like peppy or be like can-do attitude whereas like it would be so exhausting to do that in person for eight hours a day but at least behind a screen you can like take a break and like not always be like that but for you going into the lab do you feel that way or not really Um, maybe at
0: first when Mm. i don't i don't really remember the first it's kind of weird because i worked in a lab where like i think only one or two other people are usually in the lab with me so it's not like i'm seeing people all the time and if i see past by people i know in the hallway i'll be like oh hey you know say hi be nice and everything but it's not like i have to perform all the time because i'm mm-hmm. not always seeing people but i think after a year of working in the lab it doesn't really feel like i'm performing even when i am having these coworker interactions like today okay half the reason why i was <laughs> running from the uh-huh. lab to uh to recording is because my coworker was telling me like all his recommendations for hawaii so you know like i have <laughs> I have fun, interesting conversations work, that Sally, I huh? yeah. <laughs> that I generally enjoy at work. So I don't feel like I'm performing, but also because I'm pretty, I feel pretty comfortable around my coworkers now. Mm-hmm. I think it was good relationships. Yeah. Sorry, if it was someone I just met, I would have, it would have been more like performing.
1: Yeah. Speaking of your relationships, you mentioned your mentor earlier, but I feel like everyone who's listened to the podcast from when you first got <laughs> your job has been invested in this relationship between you and your mentor do you yes. want to give us an update on
0: it an update the ergonomic mm-hmm. update <laughs> <laughs> we both have
1: the sitting oh, or the
0: kneeling chair now I also wow. have one um okay th- two weeks ago some guy came <laughs> the guy next door um, came over to us when we were talking and he was like can I borrow your chair and try it for a week and he borrowed it a week? It and a week? Yeah, he just took my mentor's chair for a week. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? This guy isn't going to give it back. But then he finally gave it back. I don't know if he bought it or not. But, you know, I think my mentor is pretty good at selling things.
1: He should oh be a sponsor. Yeah, like, get his own
0: discount code for the, the kneeling chair. Yeah. Do, do you guys buy it
1: or does the lab buy it
0: for you? Oh, the lab. We used to lab buddy. <laughs> We're not buying this out of pocket. <laughs> Please. But, um, yeah, we have a good relationship now, I think. Mm-hmm. It's a lot better when he's in person, like, he's coming into the lab because, I don't know, it's just, like, easier to give each other updates and, like, go back and yeah. forth with our ideas. <sighs> Remote communication is just, it's just not the same. Even if we, mm-hmm. like, call and stuff, it's not the same as talking in person, I think. And, like, also when we're both in person we can just like randomly drop by and like give like a quick Mm -hmm. update it doesn't have to be like a scheduled call and like when you save everything for one update call it's like easy to forget something or Mm -hmm. like little Mm -hmm. things get missed so i think yeah it's very nice to have him more in the lab i think that would have been helpful while i was training too so hopefully like with the things opening up like this whole Post back mentee Mm. relationship will be like easier, uh, an easier adjustment, at least for the person after me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do think that's one place where the grass is greener in terms of virtual can't replace everything. Because, like, I got I I didn't get reprimanded, but I since I work with like outside vendors on some stuff, um, I love email, I love communicating because you can take your time, you can write it, delete, you know, rewrite Mm it. But this. These people that we work with that are vendors, they're like, 50 year old men who like refuse to use email coherently. Like they don't know how to follow up on email chains properly, but he mm. loves calling me. One of them loves calling me in the random <laughs> no. like Literally like your mentor, he'll just call me up. I don't even have his contact saved, but I'll see that number. I'm like, that's him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never answered the phone. I've never answered really? it. <laughs> because he'll always follow up with an email. So I'm like, okay, eventually oh. I'll train You're him. Like conditioning. So, yeah, he'll know that I like email. And then he'll eventually stop calling me but he still calls me. And I'm just like, <laughs> so I told my mentor, uh, my, not my mentor, sorry, my boss, is, boss. And she was like, well, Ming, like do what you're comfortable with. Like you totally don't have to answer his phone call, but it can sometimes be more effective, you know, just to talk to them directly. And yeah. I'm like, yes, I'm like abashed or like ashamed that I like still have this fear of her phone call. Mm-hmm. So I set up a team call, like a, a video call, because for some reason mm-hmm. that's easier to me than a phone call. And we sat down. And literally, like what you said, Sally, we had so many things saved up to talk about that I forgot like half of it. Yeah. Over a video call. You're calling again? No. <laughs> I'll wait for his email.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the thing. One thing about this job, I guess that trained, it trained me for taking c- phone calls. Like, mm. I'm not that intimidated by phone calls anymore. And I'm more like it's less of a activation energy for me to <laughs> call people and like I can call my mentor easily and like even talking to like customer service reps and stuff like if I need to hound down someone for when this reagent mm. is going to come to my lab I'll just call up the customer service number and be like where's my reagent you know it's not as scary as it was before anymore mm. that's but why I, I it sell impatient like, it. so I call people because <laughs> <laughs> I need to
2: answer like yeah. now yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: I have yet to join that train you guys can be like part of the the TikTok the the mommy yes mommy No. no. (laughs) I feel like Sally gives off that energy like she's able to do the do the tasks that needs to be done like call people but I think maybe we should like um, mention things that we have learned like new skills that we have picked up or something we feel more comfortable in because lately I have been feeling more comfortable maybe because I just passed my one year but There are tasks where literally like a few months ago I would have stressed out about, but now I'm like, this is easy, easy breezy. Like, um, for example, sending reports to like outside of my department to like some high level VP or something. I used to sit there with like grammarly pulled up, correcting my grammar, oh gosh, yeah. recorrecting, like trying to like shorten the sentence and then like sending a test email to myself and then sending it to my boss to get a oh approval for email because I was just nervous that it would come back with a lot of questions. And today I just sent one off and then I did get a reply back with a few questions and my boss was out and I was like, let me answer this. I don't need my boss. And it was just nice to see, like, it might be very insignificant, but it is some sort of growth that, I mean, I'm becoming a better employee, I guess, for the (laughs) company. A value add. yeah. (laughs) Linda, have there been any skills that you've been like, wow, like, okay, I did pick that up. Mm, I feel like my job, anyone
2: could do it. I think the thing is to, like, gain confidence. I don't know, I feel like the interview is harder than the job in a lot of ways because I feel like you're playing yourself up so much for to do everything in the job description and then like teach you stuff in the job but something I realized I like doing is like database things um like we use salesforce and oh wait, I think yesterday yeah oh my gosh it's just like so satisfying Mm -hmm. I was like playing detective salesforce because we got like (laughs) um a help request on like an anonymous survey and on zoom I was like zoom has the ip address and like, the ip address has a location and salesforce has the location and then <laughs> i was like cross-referencing all of these things to find the person to help them out because they couldn't find a recording of a webinar um mm, of, like nurse. a freaking calculator so i don't even know why they did that anyways um <laughs> i think just realizing that you can do stuff that seems scary because oh, like crm CSM. PMDS, mm. all PMDS. these things that like you don't really have like training for outside mm. of the job, but it's like anyone can do this. Just like realizing that took a lot of pressure off. Mm-hmm. All yeah. This seems very really abstract, but I feel like my job is
1: just <laughs> random stuff sometimes. No, that's a good point. I think being like recent grads, a lot of it is just the confidence, the confidence boost, and then realizing you don't have to be everything like you don't have to be perfect at it at once. Cause I feel that's something that um, universities or college programs do is like, they're like, we're preparing you for the real world. Like you're going to be able to go out there and tackle your, get a career and like all this. And that's a great marketing for them. And like, it's good to feel prepared. But when you get to the actual job, you realize that everyone is kind of just Googling their way through <laughs> or like, it's taken a few years for them to pick it up. But I feel like I had to get out of that college mindset of like, I'm ready for a career now. So like, mm-hmm. it's okay to be learning. Like my boss hired me knowing that I just came out of college. So it's okay Mm -hmm. to like take my time in that
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. adding on to that I think um the whole like preparing you for a job thing in college is a scam because I think most (laughs) of this stuff that you do for jobs um you learn on at the job yeah you don't really carry too much prior knowledge unless like maybe like basic knowledge and stuff but Mm -hmm. yeah my mentor is always like well, he's always like, yeah, I understand. Like, the American education system is like total shit, and they don't <laughs> teach you anything in college, so I'll just assume you know nothing. And like, I mean, not not like not like downgrading me or anything, but like, yeah, he's right. Like, I don't know anything. That's so, true. I, it's really nice to that they don't assume that you know everything at the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that takes pressure off
1: of yourself. Too, yeah, knowing that your boss will is like expecting you to make mistakes. I think that's Mm -hmm. something I had to learn too. Yeah. That's true. Like, I feel like the most, the best thing I learned in college was literally just how to be organized and like multitask and set priority lists. Like Mm -hmm. my actual And also learning how to learn,
0: like how to self-teach yourself.
1: Mm Yeah. 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 You really, at least for our jobs and yours is probably a little bit different just because you're really doing like in the lab work, wet lab stuff, I guess. But for us, I mean, I feel like, like Linda said, anyone could do this job. Mm-hmm. It's just the ability to maybe do it more efficiently or maybe a little faster, maybe is something we learned. But like the actual skills of it is like you're literally just like mindlessly typing in
2: sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But it was like breaking out of like the post grad mindset, I guess. I don't know if you still feel like you're in that thing, but at first I was like stressing over every little thing. Like, should I write sincerely after someone told me it was like writing a <laughs> oh love <my> letter? <laughs> um and I think that the comments I had like the social friction was because I was just so young compared mm-hmm. to other coworkers. I didn't know how to make the small talk of a baby as a kid. But now it's like, well, I'm doing
0: this thing. Or yeah, getting more responsibility.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially when top- you're the youngest.
1: Yeah. Ahead, on the topic,
0: me. do you want to talk about coworker bonding or how you've bonded with coworkers or if your relationship your coworker your dive bar bonding Yeah, like oh the
1: most successful at this, honestly. Maybe you should give it a go. <laughs> me? Tell us how okay. you did it.
0: Hmm. How did I do it? Basically, we started getting lunch together. That's how we bonded. Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. ever go back in person, I think it's a really like coworker lunch bonding is a quintessential part of co (laughs) bonding. (laughs) Um, Well, I imagine being in person helps like automatically
1: because like you said, you can just like pop over to someone's desk or station Mm -hmm. and ask a question. Well, for us, we have to like schedule the meeting or like do it through chat. And it's Mm -hmm. like not the same, but yeah. Yeah,
0: that's true. But also I don't really... I guess if I have a question I'll ask them but I most of the time I just do my own thing. So and I mm. don't really see them unless we schedule lunch together. So that's been like scheduling the lunch me like, or being like want to grab lunch together and then eventually it turned into want to grab lunch and coffee together. Um, <laughs> and then you're out for like 2 hours. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but that's how we really got close. And also meeting up outside of um mm. outside of work too. That was fun. I think it's also um all different for me because I live in Frederick and my coworkers also live in Frederick or yeah my coworkers live in Frederick because it's like closer to commute to work and outside of Frederick there isn't like a close you know urban area to live in so most people who mm-hmm. work here are living in Frederick so they don't have to drive too far mm-hmm. so it's easier to like hang out in the area outside of work. Um, whereas you guys may have coworkers yeah. living in different places, so mm-hmm. I got invited to my coworker's birthday in like mm-hmm. deep
1: down a downtown DC, and I was like, "Ma'am, I've never met you. I'm not going to your. <laughs> I'm not going all the yeah. way like down into DC for your birthday. I'm sorry."
0: <laughs> yeah, but maybe you'll have a in-person happy hour someday, and they can. Yeah, get
1: I'm new. hopeful. That is actually what I'm looking most forward to to like the work. It's more just like the environment of it because like we said earlier, we don't really need it for the function of our jobs. Yeah. But there is something there about it's basically your new community now that you're not in school. And like we've kind of created community with like rock climbing and but it's not part of your everyday like wake yeah. up nine to five kind of life. There's mm-hmm. a very
0: like we have my coworkers and I have a very specific like I guess we relate on very specific things since we're all in the same lab so like commiserating <laughs> is a huge like way we also <laughs> bond we're like last time we were like uh remember at that lab meeting when so-and-so said this yeah that was kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah, it's true. so like, funny gossiping mm-hmm. yeah to see that like
1: in parallel to virtually because um Another example is just today I was invited to a Bachelor in Paradise recap like video oh call, Ooh, <laughs> and I'm like they know maybe, the audience. <laughs> okay, but maybe if it was in person and like I was just like done with work, just chilling, I might have like walked over and chatted at someone's desk about the show. But I'm not logging into a Zoom call to talk about like Bachelor in Paradise for like an hour or something. It just feels too artificially like mm-hmm. set up. Whereas mm-hmm. like in the office, it might have been more of an organic kind of yeah. Like, conversation so have you met up with anyone me no I was supposed to go into the office um, a few weeks ago to meet my boss but it never happened and I'm not putting pressure on it so I think it probably will happen once I move like I'll, I'll probably tell them that I've moved and mm-hmm. that I'll get together with them but a lot of people on our team like I said are either in completely different states like we have someone in Kentucky and someone in California or like in Virginia And then there's only like two people in my team in DC. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: there's not that much of a pressure, I guess.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Linda, you met your coworker, right? How was that? Yeah, I've met
2: two of them. Um, I think one, I was like very touched when she asked me to get lunch because I think we were getting closer virtually just like chatting on teams and stuff. And she's the, um, she does communication. So I like send her TikToks sometimes. (laughs) And I think it like, ease the way and then you know how like weird things happen in communications you just kind of like chat about that
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I think that was like these groups are kind of separate um so it was really cool that we got to have lunch together and discuss we went to the coop
1: oh, that's like what I always
2: associate with that, that place place yeah and then the other co-worker I met so she's like part of my team we work really closely and she's the one who like taught me all this stuff when I first joined and been like so nice to me um she's like oh I'm gonna tell you how how it's gonna be and (laughs) like give you the I guess the real advice and Mm -hmm. stuff like that about like leadership and like hierarchy and things like that and I think the first time I met was when she gave me that monitor because they didn't give me it and she was like helping me out and then the other time was that she was going through something, so Emma and I went to her house to bring her kanji, mm. and I was like that was it was felt like I was doing some adult way of helping someone out um so I think it was like a new interaction for me but and then there's like a separate group of like people who like to talk shit, and <laughs> <know> sometimes we <laughs> they're always set up. <laughs> A, a thing on the calendar called like discussion forum, which is like talking shit. And <laughs> we do that. Um uh like I don't know, not that regularly, but it is like very shocking to like talk in such an informal way to people. <laughs>
1: what what are you showing? <laughs> Anyways, I was just really impressed <laughs> I I'm was so impressed by the fact that you like drove out to give your Coworker kanji i would never well okay maybe i shouldn't say that but that's that's like um i feel like i'm more likely to put up a, a boundary between like work and personal life mm-hmm. um, i've never had an experience where i've gotten close to a mentor or a boss so like the fact that you drove out there with homemade kanji is like i don't know that's next level to me i mean she was going through like a rough time and we like talk
2: about pretty Personal stuff, I guess. Mm. Okay, so when Emma and I just first started dating, I think she was the second person I told because uh-huh. like our who's check-in was like right
1: then. Yeah, who's the first? Me or Sally? You gotta choose. I think I told you guys at once. We, um, we were on, like call. <laughs> We are one. <laughs> wait well, you, you heard it at the same time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyways, so Anyways. I just like, just like we just like just like flirted it out. Mm. Um but she's very easy to talk to and she's always like, Oh, well, I'm scared, I'm like." I don't sound professional or, Mm. like, I don't talk in a way that appeals to our, like, New England white mom demographic at work.
1: I'm (laughs) like, that's how I know that we're going to get along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, finding those common, like... Commonalities between your coworkers is like finding a gem. Like when I realized that my coworker is on the same subreddit that I'm on, I was like, oh. uh.
0: <laughs> like we are meant to be. Together. Oh, I have a coworker who watches K drama, so you know we're talking about penthouse all the time.
1: <laughs> but it's funny because like no one wants to be the first one to bring it up yet, uh. so it's like someone has to take the first step, and then yeah. they're like, oh, you you watch that? I watch that, and then
0: yeah, like
1: hmm. it takes like a, a year to like suss it out. Like I feel yeah. like I didn't get close until recently. like drop heads. Yeah. yeah. Like, Sally, you should have been like, you like messy or something like that? Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Drop like little K-drama Easter eggs to see who will notice. But yeah, I'm excited to see how our relationships, I guess, change, especially for Lin and I. I assume they'll evolve a lot as we like get in person. Sally, you have like less than a year left. I know. Them.
0: It's so scary. Mm. You're,
1: just feel like you're, you're leaving just as soon as you
0: got settled. Almost. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but. I'm gonna miss my coworkers when I leave. Do you think I'll yeah. stay in touch? Hopefully, but I don't know. It's gonna be hard because I probably am not gonna come back to Frederick <laughs> like I have no reason <laughs> to and but yeah. maybe my coworker um like the other postback, she's also applied to med school so, or applied to med school, so if we both end up in the same area, we could stay in touch and hang mm. out. but we'll see. I feel like everything's up in the air because it's so unsure about like where I'm going to end up or like what's going to happen. So I don't know. More uncertainty.
1: But (laughs) maybe we should pivot to talk about a little juicier topic, which I'm excited to talk about because I finally have done the deed and Mm. um, asked for a raise. But in general, raises and promotions, I feel like that comes up around your like either half year mark or year mark. And since we've Mm. all passed that, Maybe we can dive in. Maybe talk about how we brought it up. I don't know. I have nothing to say because you know it's not negotiable at all.
0: No, because it's the government Mm. given stipend and everyone gets the same amount. So yeah, we can't really negotiate it because we already signed the contract. Um, and that's like what we're getting is what was in the contract. So.
1: Just to spend bet. more of their money on ergonomic desk equipment. Yeah, I can just yeah. spend their money, but I can't take their
0: stuff because that's also like against the law. But anyways, oh. what, you can tell, give your advice on how you tell the story of I, how you did
1: the deed. I don't think I should give advice. I think Linda should start first because she was the um, one who inspired me. Ooh. So tell the story, Linda. Okay, so this is like a long saga of... a
2: growing responsibility and i was like so confused and i think the catalyst was when we were hanging out with hannah ming do you remember when i was telling you guys about how yeah how i was doing like social media and then you were like that's like your your job and so it goes back around me um (laughs) and they're like yeah like you shouldn't be doing it off the side of your desk like they should be paying you more if they're giving you more to do and i was like noodling on it (laughs) for a bit and then i brought it up to my boss i was like oh um look at my job description. It's Mm. not the same. And then Mm. she was like, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm going to send it off to HR. And then we did that like in April or March and then like nothing happened. Um, Mm. So I think that was the conversation that prompted it. And then like recently I brought it back in like a more concrete way. I was like um, talking to my boss. Is there, how can I rise in the ranks? Like how can I level up? And I phrase it in that, is there anything I can do? um to be considered for promotion or to be considered for a raise and I was like that way I'm not like not assuming or Mm -hmm. not just asking like can you give it to me it's like yeah do it have something to do and then if she was going to give it to me she'd be like oh like um you're fine like whatever and she did say that she said it was like I didn't really have a lot to improve on because i think we were still waiting on the hr thing and then i got a small raise um last week i think it was like a total surprise and i still have like don't know what it entails because it's like retroactive so it started from the date that my responsibilities changed so maybe Mm -hmm. that applies um for raises in general when they're connected to an increase or a change in responsibility like they should coincide with the date you started doing them um, so I was like really happy that they considered that, um, and I wasn't like working all this extra stuff for no reason all the time, so that's how I kind of like got it rolling mm. um, yeah, a lot of it wasn't like a direct like consequence of my actions though,
1: I mean, you had to ask them, but it does sound like it took several steps, so like the first mm-hmm. thing was that you brought up the. The discrepancy in your job description. They sent it to HR, and you didn't hear back for a few months, and then you asked.
2: Yeah, it kind of feels you like you do. have to prove yourself mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. and like take on more things first before you can be considered yeah. for a raise. Which is kind yeah. of like, well, you're just doing stuff like for
1: nothing for a while. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. They always say the mystical language of "We'll send it off to HR. We'll we'll talk to <laughs> HR about it." Yeah, but I think my story or my request for a raise kind of aligns with yours a lot linda um funnily enough i can give advice i can't take it for myself like (laughs) me in the woods telling you like you should not be working or you should be getting a raise if you're doing this extra work like it's not in your job description this is literally what someone needed to tell me because i was doing stuff that was out of my job description as well in like a different direction but i always saw it as like or the way that i defended it was oh, she asked me if I wanted to do it. Like she asked if I wanted to learn oh. how to do this. So mm-hmm. I said yes. Mm-hmm. And like by saying yes, I was, am I just like giving up that raise? Like, but then also it feels like a forced yes. Like you can't just say no if mm-hmm. if your boss wants you to learn something. So like, mm-hmm. I felt like stuck in a, I don't know, I was making excuses for why the conversation had it started. And at my half year review, which was in like, um, yeah, I guess like July, June, July time. Um, my job description got changed. Like she edited it, HR approved it, but nothing came of it, no compensation discussion or anything. And I was like being told from all sides of like, Stefan told me, my mom told me, like everyone was <laughs> telling me to like ask for a raise. And I was like, okay, I'm going to ask for a raise. And then I got to the meeting and then I completely chickened out, didn't say anything. And so I was like, okay, I'm fine with not having a raise. You know, it's fine, whatever. Like, let me prove myself doing these extra responsibilities. And I think similarly to you, Linda, like after a few months have passed, I have seen that it's like, I can do these tasks, but it is taking me more time. It's distracting from what I was originally hired from. And like, it's just more responsibility. So then after touring the apartment a few weeks ago and seeing how much I I need to live, (laughs) that was a true catalyst seeing the price of living in DC. I was like, oh yeah, I need to ask for a raise. So I brought it up actually on Monday. Before I went over to Linda's and I was like Mm -hmm. sweating like you could probably literally see me like sweating perspiring during the call (laughs) and then she was like oh like I'm glad you brought it up I have a meeting with HR on Thursday so wow I guess the lesson is is that just do it maybe yeah just do it and also something to be said about like if you're if you feel like your boss is already creating an environment for growth and like to take on new responsibilities but in like a healthy Mm. way like not being shoved new responsibilities but like like given the opportunity to do stuff they probably do want the best for you and they want you to grow yeah they like phrase it like this is a good opportunity for you and then sometimes I'm
2: like I'm a victim of my own success like the better (laughs) I do the more like they give me but I don't know I guess that's what you need to do
1: yeah, and I feel like that's a good indicator that they are looking out for your growth. So, they sh- if you're doing your job, then they should be happy to talk about it. But it's easier said than done. For mm-hmm. sure. I like sl- I wrote up my notes. I typed out a whole like sentence Did she have a read about, like, <laughs> How to bring it up? Maybe I'll put it on our stories so people can also take oh examples from them because I thought Linda your language was really good cuz I also didn't want to come off as demanding or like expecting mm-hmm. um So I thought you're like, what are the steps I can take? Or can I start the conversation? I thought that was a lot softer entry. I don't think you need that. But yeah, I said something along the lines of, okay, we were talking about rock climbing for a while because she was into rock climbing. And the whole time she was talking, I was like, all right, ma'am, like, can we get through this so I can just get this conversation (laughs) over?'" So she was talking about like her V3s or whatever else. She's like nodding along. And then at the end of it, I was like, oh, before we get into, like, what I've been doing this week, um, I want to bring up a conversation that I've been thinking about. And then I was like, um, yeah, so with my, like, added responsibilities, do you think I could start the conversation on discussing higher compensation, you know, aligning my um, pay with my new responsibilities, that sort of thing? Oh,
0: those are very mm-hmm. nice words.
1: It's really nice. And probably yeah. someone else could just be like, hey, like, can I have a raise? I raise? Like, <laughs> I think I'm- yeah. But like, I think I was just, (laughs) I didn't want to be, you know, attacked or feel like I was attacking her. Mm. But, like, imagine if you were a boss and then your, like, employee
2: was asking for a raise. Like, you wouldn't be mad at them. Right. Unless they were, like, mean about it or something.
1: Yeah. Especially because the boss is often not the ultimate boss. Like, they're Mm -hmm. not the ultimate ones. Yeah. They're not paying you right right it's like the company that's paying you or the ceo so it's more of like i should have seen it Mm. that way like they are just the middleman
0: yeah they advocate for you
1: yeah and i think if you already have a healthy relationship with your boss then they will be an advocate for you hopefully like my Mm -hmm. boss was already scheduling the meeting without me even bringing it up afterwards Mm -hmm. i was like i owe my entire life to her which is not the point (laughs) It's, it's not the point she's just doing her job and i shouldn't feel that way towards my boss but I was grateful that she had considered it before I even brought it up. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of lucky get with enough. bosses
2: that are, um, <laughs> yeah. that are pretty good. At first, <laughs> I was like Sally's boss, uh, kind of questionable, <laughs> but <Sketchy. laughs>
0: he, he came around. He came around. I mean, he always has my good, my best intentions in mind. I think he's mm-hmm. always thinking about how to. He's always like, oh, you should attend this seminar. I think it'd be interesting, or like, or right, if I mm-hmm. want to try. Like like the Python class I was taking, which we can talk about later. Like how to Mm. take more classes or like do workshops to improve or gain new skills. But like he's very supportive when I want to try new things, and he never like he's never like oh that's not a good thing. Like you need to focus on your job, or he doesn't deny me the opportunity to improve. Mm. Like he believes in you, Sally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's nice though
1: to have that environment it's almost like a like a nice safety net yeah. in a way like right out of college so we're like we're bound for a rude awakening if we like switch jobs and mm-hmm. like yeah. we're not handled with such gentle nature or I don't or it also inspires me like if I ever become a boss or like have people below me to be like that kind of empathetic and like looking after their interests because I don't know we're all stuck in this grind of like having to work for money. So yeah
0: might as well be as nice as possible to them i, I don't know yeah i mean yeah, i guess that could be another thing you look for in a new job like a good boss suss out your yeah. boss see if they're supportive or not
1: now we know what kind of clues yeah. to look for or like attributes i think that's a really good point like this is i could speak definitely for you sally and definitely for <laughs> me this is not my final job yeah like i'm not working here forever so and in some ways, you're learning the skills from the job, but also you're learning about what it's like to work with people and like mm-hmm. what you want for your next job. For sure.
0: Do you have like top values you want out of a job? Oh, values out of Ooh. a job. Linda, Thanks. do you have any thoughts? I need to think of this. Oh, oh values wow. of like a job in general. Yeah, like what, would, what are your top five? Yeah, top five? Is that too many? Mm. Top five values you would look for in your next job. Work when, <laughs> okay, yeah,
1: I need to go climbing. Yeah. <laughs> <Need> to go- <laughs> <laughs> clock out <laughs> no thats that's a good point, though, mm-hmm. because I think in college we were sold again, the idea of like just grind, and like if you're passionate about the job, you can stay up all night. I am yeah. like, now, even if I am passionate, I would never like i don't I don't think I could commit to that
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I have a, a lot more free time now than in college. For sure. I guess, like, compared to M, I'm like, I'm yeah. just late, like, sitting around kind <laughs> oh of gosh. like
0: after five. And I it's feel like, I like really don't nice. have more free time actually <laughs> because no. uh, my after work hours, I still have stuff scheduled that's not work related, but I just brought it on to myself. <laughs> mm, a full life. I <laughs> like to Sally. stay busy. Yeah.
1: What else, Linda, besides a work life balance? Oh, um,
2: having a good boss. I guess we yeah. can go more into mm-hmm. like what constitutes a good boss, but I think we cover that. Um, I guess like logistical stuff, like benefits. Mm-hmm. You get like mm-hmm. a salary yeah. that's that can rise with you and like got to raise a family someday. Can't do <laughs> it like at the level I am now. Yeah. Um. Some other stuff, like enjoy it, but you don't have to enjoy it too much, I guess. I don't have that yeah. high of an
0: expectation to... Do you mm-hmm. prefer a Have more fun. relaxed work environment or a more like deadline driven like not exactly like pressure but like do you prefer being busier or being like not busy enough Definitely busy I'd rather be
1: busy than mm-hmm. not busy cuz mm, I feel yeah. like the 8 hour work day is it can drag so maybe just the way I am or you guys are is just like if I'm busy then it goes by faster yeah. Yeah. It's like a momentum that? Mm-hmm. Yeah So I definitely want something. I think that brings up the question of like, do you want to be challenged at your job or like Mm -hmm. not challenged enough? So I think at the beginning, when I first started working here, I was like, it's cool if I don't learn anything new, like, you know, just take it easy on me. I don't want it to be too hard. But I think now that we've been here for a while, I'm getting to the point where like, I do want to try new things and I do want to pick up new skills and be challenged a little bit um, just because it gets kind of monotonous and bored if you're just doing the same thing over and over. So I think that's something that I don't know. It's kind of hard to look for when you're just like interviewing or researching a place. But like having the ability to challenge yourself or like maybe asking at an interview, like, what are the areas of growth or like, you
0: know, new skills I could learn here? That yeah. sort of thing. Do so you want to talk about how you're learning new skills? I know you're taking a workshop or you took a workshop. Oh, boy.
1: So <laughs> Adobe. The workshop, Um, that was an interesting, Um, basically... Yes, my job has like a certain stipend for each employee where like if you want to take certain workshops or um, skills improvement classes, you can. And it even covers like some um, college courses too. But so I was interested in, um, I was more like voluntold that this class would be good for me. (laughs) So, and I was like, oh, you're paying for it. So I guess I'll take it. But yeah, I I signed up for a two-day workshop for um, Adobe to like learn specific skills uh, for editing. And cause that's something that I'm going into more, especially like printing and packaging files. So I signed up for this class and then I blocked off time on my weekend, Linda's birthday weekend to <laughs> do this class. Oh, and then I rush home from an apartment tour and I get there and like the zoom link is not working. Oh. Well, it's working, but like the host never started the meeting. So I just sat there for like an hour waiting for the host to start the meeting and they never did. So I just took the L and like, just did my own thing that weekend. But turns out the meeting actually happened because I got an email, like a follow up email from them with like a 12 a hour recording of the session. Oh so obviously it happened, but like, how did I not? I don't know. I'm still dealing with that. I think I'm just going to watch the videos during work during like a, a slow day or something, like on a Friday. Do but, you get like the credits or something still? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't really for like to get a certificate or anything like that. It was more just to like, know how to do it for my own knowledge to be more of an expert in it but i was like very it was a very weird situation Mm. but overall yeah my organization does encourage that sort of learning and in some ways like if i want to learn more about like google analytics or something my boss will sign me that task and i'll like she'll be like oh you can schedule like a one-on-one with this person who works on it and like meet with them so there's definitely a lot of space for growth And I think because my boss knows that I'm like straight out of college, I didn't major in marketing, like I'm open to learning anything new. The other day she told me that she saw I have potential for like a certain creative director, project manager career. And she was like, oh, here's some like resources if you want to go in that direction, which I never thought of. And that was cool for her to like see that in me. So yeah.
0: What about you guys? I mean, Sally, your whole program is basically like learning, is it not? Well, my program is not. Um, it's not ingrained. like the learning is ingrained in the program. The program is mainly just for me to do research, so you have to seek out the opportunities yourself and that's mm. another thing like learn seeking out the opportunities yourself versus like people telling you you should do this. um so it's kind of weird like sometimes i like I'll hear from other people that, like it's good to learn this skill, and then that's how I got into the Python class. I was like, I think it would be good for me to have some coding background. Because a lot of research nowadays, like the analysis, you do need to know coding to run an analysis. So I think it'll Mm -hmm. be good for the future, like a transferable skill. So I started taking this Coursera Python class, which is a whole whole thing because I wanted to take like a (laughs) legit um, class with like, which has like technically has college credit. So Uh, it's more legit and have like assigned, you know, like real teachers and stuff. But mm -hmm. my job was like, we have a Coursera license. So that's what you're taking. (laughs) so they denied me of the actual class um but you know it's fine and I think it's weird taking classes just for your self-improvement because you have to really like motivate yourself to do the work and like be attentive in class because before it's like you're doing all this for credit for that grade but now Mm -hmm. it's like you're doing this for yourself like if you skip class you're only hurting yourself because you're not learning (laughs) yeah so it's it's hard because I have, like, all these other things on top of, like, yeah. I'm doing my normal work on top of this and, you know, my extracurricular things, too. So do you so. take the
1: Python class, like, during work hours? or No, just, like, I take it, it in has my to be other hours.
0: Yeah, it's okay. outside of work hours. Yeah, that was
1: the same for me with, like, the Adobe class. It was, like, scheduled for six hours, like, 12 hours on the weekend on across two days. I'm like, oh, like, I guess your this time is what I'm doing. It know, but I yeah. guess technically they're paying for, I don't know. But the thing with Coursera, because I'm taking a Coursera class not related to work at all. It's about like religion and stuff like that. But there's no motivation there. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, like, because nothing they can keep, keep setting the deadlines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This what happened to our so, TCM class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to get better at that. Maybe we have to give yeah. ourselves like artificial grades or something because mm-hmm. there's nothing. To, we were so like grade driven, I feel like. Yeah, which most students are. So, mm. we did a Coursera class together at work,
2: and we did it during like work hours. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so we get like PD funds, so they encourage us to do that. Um, I don't know, but what that we means. took it on like professional development. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and All these so academics. we. <laughs> Linda
0: loves I the acronym <laughs> Yeah, so whatever.
2: Got to be <laughs> as efficient as possible. But anyways, the class was on project management and i did get a certificate to like swag up my linkedin <laughs> oh my or whatever gosh. and then taking the like, course like got me hooked on Pimpin, which is uh-huh. pmp should, should i think actually, say this? <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually like, i'm excited to do this i think i'm going to bring it up to my boss like next week mm-hmm. to see if they can like pay for the exam um but it's just like a next level of certification to get for to be a project management professional and like I feel like in college you don't realize like you can be a project manager
0: Yeah, like you're not really doing
2: like a specific thing but it's kind of fun to do i like project driven things because you have like a start and like an end and you kind of mm. like usher it through my boss likes to use the word shepherd she's like you know oh. a great job like shepherding these like these yeah. agreements i'm wow. like being a know. liaison
1: yeah oh gosh i, <laughs> I, <the> liaison. <laughs> liaison. I feel like yeah. we're going in a similar direction once again because it's like the idea of like you said projects like it's easy for a start and end and I think we have the same kind of energy of being like organized but only for a temporary short amount of time so mm-hmm. like we yeah. can only focus on a project um, if it's like an ongoing thing it gets too. Mm. I think it's like I a hate my semester
0: cycle <laughs> <laughs> nothing <Yeah>. ever ends <laughs> yeah. in research there's
1: always more okay. work to do nothing's ever Reading over <laughs> chemistry showed that <sighs> I made the correct decision in my life to never go into research because it
0: sounds horrible <laughs> 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 I'm dying here <laughs> Yeah, the project with the people that we ghosted—it's still going on, and they're still like, we're still in limbo. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. weird because I feel like a research has whole different
1: rules. Like, Lynn and I work in nonprofit, but it basically follows the same rules as like a corporate like job. Yeah, the we're talking about how between, surprised you
2: were. Yeah, in, the distinction initially.
1: between nonprofits and for profits. Doesn't seem that big, really, unless you get like to the nitty gritty, like grassroots level. But then, like Sally's world is like entirely different. And okay, I was watching Sandra o's show, The, the Chair, chair um, The Chair. Yeah. And I don't know if you're still planning to go into academics, but even that seems like cutthroat in an entirely different world because mm-hmm. everyone's trying to get tenure and like, yeah, all this. Yeah, I'm not stuff, trying to do that. So, okay, it's too much. <laughs> it's like a whole other world. I couldn't even imagine leaving my comfy desk, my nine to five which when I was younger, I would never have wanted to do that. I was like, cause my mom works a nine to five at a desk cubicle. And I was like, I'm never going to do that. I'm going to be out (laughs) in the open, like in the field. doing
0: (laughs) In what field?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What field? Here I am sitting at a desk nine to
2: five. A STEM degree, picking Mm. stems in the countryside.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to be working with animals. Like I'm not going to be sitting on my butt, but you know, I've
0: come to like the structure of it. Truly. Like That's I true. appreciate the structure a lot. That is one and thing the predictability that you can look for or I want to look for it, like in my next job or mm, my future stability. job, I guess, is stability stability, structure. I think I'm a very structure oriented person. Like, you know, yeah. my weekly schedule, Monday yeah. through Friday, I have something planned, whatever. Um, so it's kind of weird being in the lab, be like, and you have to think of what I'm doing today, and every day is different. Mm. But at the same time, it's nice because the environment's dynamic and get to do different things and you Mm -hmm. know depending on collaborations you can learn different skills too so it is nice but there has to be like some kind of structure behind it too it it also depends on your personality but I think I think like most type a people type
1: a students who are raised in like I don't know we went to like a magnets high school and then did college right right after so we like the structure because we had a class Mm -hmm. structure But then the freedom or the flexibility to like learn new things and do things within that box.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm. structured flexibility. Yeah. What
1: else are you looking for in an ideal job? We kind of got off topic there, but Sally, I'd like to hear what Mm -hmm. you have to say beyond structure.
0: Yeah, I think um, like just like the work environment, Mm -hmm. the coworker and like, mentor environment is really important to me. I think, yeah, the work is good and all, but ultimately what makes me really like a job is the work environment in my coworkers. So um in my old lab as well, I didn't really enjoy working in the lab until I really like talked to my coworkers more. Um and like got to know them better. So I think that's a big thing. And okay, this isn't like necessity I guess but after working in this job I kind of realized like the difference in the two so what I'm talking about is working in a woman led or like woman Mm. more woman majority environment versus like a male majority Mm -hmm. environment so before Mm -hmm. my lab in college was like most at least my PI was a woman and I guess it was pretty equal women and men but like the undergrads are more there were more girls in the lab. So it was just different. Like it was, I guess, more personable, easier mm-hmm. to talk about like other stuff besides work. But now <laughs> in this male dominant, especially middle-aged male oh, dominant oh, lab, oh. it's a little yeah. bit different. I mean, they're my coworkers are all good and fine, but mm-hmm. it's very different from a woman in um mm. dominant environment. So just the, keeping I'm glad that keeping that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's something that I haven't been exposed
1: to really. I've been like lucky enough to my internship at Planned Parenthood was like, so like women or very like willing to have those conversations that I feel like maybe with like cis men you might not come up with. I'm just guessing. And then mm-hmm. to go from that to my team, which is all women is like really great. And none of them are, they're all women, like probably under the age of like 35, 40, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of young yuppie kind of woman (laughs) which is really nice to be around because that's the stage of life I'm in so Mm -hmm. I've like like pampered myself spoiled myself in this way that I can't imagine working with like 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 when I talk about the vendors who are like middle 50 year old white men I can't imagine like actually working with them Mm -hmm. so I think the the demographics of your team especially the team that you're working with really matters because if you like if you just go by stereotypes, you're more likely to have things in common with them, which
0: allows you to have that, like, shared understanding. Like, it's easier to, like, work yeah, and definitely. collaborate. And also having people of color. Like, my, uh, the other person back in my lab who joined this here, she's also a woman of color, you know, in <laughs> science. And it was just so much easier to relate to her. That, and, like, as soon as we, well, I wouldn't say as soon as, but we we got close really fast mm-hmm. and, like, very mm-hmm. intense that sounds kind of weird but anyways you know <laughs> we can relate on a deeper level because we're both women of color and we had like came from immigrant mm-hmm. fi- immigrant um parents we have that whole like that's a very like ingrained mm-hmm. i don't know like like identity? living identity yeah word, salient. salient salient yeah salient identity <laughs> yeah very salient yeah. identity and it's just like you can't you just can't have that same like connection with mm-hmm. a white coworker yeah that's what my talking shit group is about. <laughs> I think we were all like
2: people of color and mm-hmm. it stemmed from like, we did like a retreat, which was like a hot mess. Cause like, you know, all the nonprofits are like in a rager over DEI. Oh yeah. Recently. And they just like bumble through it. It's, oh my God. So I think we got together at
1: first to like debrief about that mm-hmm. and then got close after. I read um a book like during the summer and it was about silicon valley and it was about the the lack of men and women of color specifically in like tech which mm-hmm. is not related to any of our fields but it brought up this term i think it was called like shorthand or short talk something about like the idea of like when you're on a team that looks like you and like has a similar background or like upbringing as you you're able to work really quickly and share ideas because you have a similar understanding and so in some ways that can be a good thing because you're able to work faster but it, all, it also can be like excluding of like people outside of that so mm-hmm. the situation with the book was like all white like straight men working in tech they all had the same understanding they all came from ivy league schools so they had the same like um like acronyms and things that they all understood whereas like new people coming in who were more diverse into tech they were like not intentionally but just because of the talk and the background was different they weren't able to like integrate as easily so i think if that's a big deal for you, which it is, sounds like it is for all three of us, considering the team of our next job will be very important. And yeah. I'm less afraid to bring that up now because when I was looking for a job, you know, especially me, I was like, I need to find a job. Like I'll take wherever. <laughs> yeah. And like the first job that I got an offer from was not like this team at all, but I was almost willing to risk it and be like, it's okay. Like I'll get along with them. Like I only have to see them eight hours a day. It'll be fine. But Like I realized if I had taken that job,
0: oh it would have taken me a lot more effort to like <laughs> become even familiar with them, so something to yeah. think about. One tip that I heard from my coworker um, is mm. that you know how like straight middle-aged white males run most of the things in our society right now. One easy uh, way, or not easy way, but like one thing you can uh, learn to like be able to relate to them or like, you know, be able to understand their jokes is you should watch Monty Python because they all oh know gosh, th- Monty no. Python. <laughs> okay, Monty Python
1: for like the older men and then Rick and Morty for the younger men. <laughs> mm. I swear. <laughs> That's well, like I already the key watched Rick and Morty, world. so I'm good for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though, there are like some cultural touch points that certain people like pick like no like when Mm -hmm. you make references to things like that like i'm so grateful that i jumped into the bachelor universe before joining (laughs) this job because everyone apparently at our job watches the (laughs) bachelors i can't imagine coming in and not having to watch it and not like Mm -hmm. there's like subtle jokes here and there which yeah i wouldn't get that yeah (laughs) but i don't Mm -hmm. know if you like is there a pressure to join your team in that way? Maybe for some people, probably for me, because you're spending so much time with them. But I imagine some people are just like, you know what? It's fine. I get my job done. I'm don't. I'm not i not going to watch Monty
0: Python. I refuse <laughs> to watch it. Yeah. You know what? Mentor no, actually to talks to me about Monty Python like a week after she said that. Well, have you seen but, it? No, I haven't seen it. And I don't you plan to, to watch it. Let's watch it together. Oh boy. <laughs> it's PD. <laughs>
1: Yeah, char- yeah, tell them that you're doing, like, schedule some time in your meeting, uh, in your schedule, just for that. Mm. You're just catching up on cultural landmarks. It's a very specific tip, Sally. Oh, do you want to <laughs> say,
2: like, advice or something
1: yeah. after, like,
2: our one year? Our
1: biggest piece mm. of advice. Yeah, maybe. For what? For who? Like, new grads or, like, asking for a raise or what? I think we already covered, like, asking for a raise, maybe, like, for new grads or people who are starting. Mm-hmm like what do you expect in your one year like uh, stuff Mm -hmm. like that I think you should expect you should have the same expectations that hopefully you went into college with like whenever I got asked that question of like what to expect from college because I did orientation I would always tell them not to to don't expect to make friends really fast like don't expect Mm -hmm. to like find your niche super fast because that's not it happens in the movies but it doesn't happen in, in college in real life it takes some time and i think that's the same for for like your career and your job especially if you're joining it in a virtual environment like yeah you'll find some friendships probably or things you can relate on like maybe you like watching the bachelor and you can talk about that or but i think it takes some time like as evidenced by us like only sally has like fully made it to the drinking stage with your (laughs) colleagues and that might not happen with all your other like with any of your colleagues really so it's like Mm -hmm. yeah you spend eight hours a day five days a week with them but you have that life outside of work
0: Mm -hmm. so keep that good advice like the fact that your work doesn't define your life
1: yeah because I think that was again impressed upon us Mm -hmm. like in college and just by movies and like media yeah What's your tip, Linda? People. I think this is like a
2: pretty small tip, but like don't apologize too much. I feel like if you do that, it like calls more attention to your mistake. And then it leaves people in a Mm. position to like reassure you, which calls more attention to Mm. your mistake. So... I think what I learned is that everyone makes mistakes and people just like brush it off. Like if you think like, oh, I w- if I was in that position and someone sent me like a double email because they forgot an attachment, it's like NBD. Um, mm-hmm. It's like you wouldn't really think about it for more than like a second. And then you would just mm-hmm. say like, thanks, whatever. Um, and I feel like I usually don't even say sorry for things like that <laughs> mm-hmm. anymore. Um, I'm just like, oh, in my excitement, I forgot to attach it. <laughs> like, here you go with like an exclamation point. Um, mm-hmm. And like own like an email voice, I Mm. think is also pretty good, especially for like Ming and I, who are like fully remote. And to have like greetings and like endings you can pull from, I'm like cycling between like hope you and yours are doing well, or like I go for best all the time, (laughs) (laughs) just like
1: signing off. Or Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that is true though. Finding your virtual voice, your email Mm. voice, and like so your personality comes through a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like it's so easy to be more demure, or at least for me, over email. Like I used to totally, if I did that whole thing with I didn't send an attachment, I'd send a whole email back just to apologize. Like I'm so sorry, this will never happen again. It's <laughs> flipped my mind. I will be sure to send you the attachment in every email moving forward. Oh no! <laughs> but now, like Linda said, like you find your voice, you find your confidence. I think that comes with yeah. Off, like. like they can't fire you. You already do too much
0: for <laughs> for the organization. Mm-hmm. Sally. Yeah, I guess my final thing that I can add is just that, um, like humans are easily adaptable. I've realized that Mm. we can adapt to any environment, and uh, or if we can't, then you should quit your job probably. But (laughs) I think like over time, really, like you sound like your (laughs) mentor, Sally. (laughs) No, no. no. But I think like over time, it's like you just get used to the job. So when I first started out, um, I was it was a very like strange environment, very new, mm-hmm. coming fresh from um fresh from grad and fresh from my like own home, moving out to this random town where like no one lived close to me. Um mm. but you know over time like you find your niche and like you find I don't know your place in the job and it's fine. Like you get used to it. And having a routine also helps you like get used to the job too. So I think like if you don't initially like your job if you stick it out, you might just find that it's like it's fine. Um but if it's not like you <laughs> know, you, just it's, find always, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably okay. But like, you know, you always have the option of um finding a new job and Nothing's locking you into a job Unless you have a contract like me I guess I'm locked in You have all these like exclusions (laughs) But I think normally Like for you guys There's like nothing holding you back from quitting the job And finding a new one if you're not happy So don't stress too much about Like what your first job is And like if you make a mistake You can leave the job And people won't remember you (laughs) So it's not like the end of the world It, there, there is something
1: there. I think I think you got, you got it at the end. Yeah, <laughs> it is true though. My, my one of my good friends had a realization over the weekend that she can quit her job. Like, yeah. she even has a contract and she's willing to be like, you can't break you contracts. Yeah, I'm not learning what they mm-hmm. told me I would learn. I'm not doing what I, they told me I would do. So let me spend this time. Maybe try to find a job while you're still in the job, just so you have that like cushion. Yeah, yeah, but that, that you know? too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, don't invite. take
0: things too seriously, I guess. And it's interesting how like in the corporate world, punishment doesn't it's like manifests differently. Or I shouldn't say punishment, but, like consequences. You punish now? No corporate <laughs> punishment. <laughs> there, there isn't really like consequent. There's like consequences, but it's not very direct. Like you might get reprimanded, mm. but it's not like you just like carry on with your day. If you do make a mistake, mm. your just boss might punish say the like word. Yeah. <laughs> I reprimand <laughs> yeah i don't know i feel like it's very different like in college if you didn't do an assignment you'll get like a yeah a bad grade but here Mm. it's much more chill you know like the company might suffer a little bit but in the grand scheme of things it's like (laughs) not that big of a deal if you do something wrong so yeah yeah, just some food for thoughts i think it was a very (laughs) i think it was like very um productive i think we did share some Good tips, but it was a productive conversation today. And yeah, it's been a year since we started working full time. That's so crazy, oh. but hopefully, and maybe we can do this again in like five years, and we'll have more advice or stories to mm. tell. Hopefully, and maybe we'll figure out what we actually want to do. A little bit. We'll mid career, Sally. By oh, mid career. We'll have our quarter life crisis, you know, come period uh, with all that.
1: <laughs> this literally is a time capsule. You'll see it all right? from start to finish. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram at movingalongpod. And check out our Medium blog for all of our bonus contents. You can follow us there at movingalong.medium.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye.